Welcome everyone to today's Ove Torah, Harle Banon, Dat Yomi Shur. As long as we still have that name, let's use it. Maybe it's the Ove Torah, Dat Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is the beginning of a great Masechet, Masechet Erubin. Erubin is uh, known as the, um, I would say, the most... Uh, I wouldn't say complicated, but I would say the most intricate Masechet in uh, Seder Moed. Um, it's, we're going to be on it, Be'ezat Hashem, for about 100 days. It's about 100 daf Masechet. And, um, of course, the subject is Erubin in many, many different forms. Um, we're going to see uh, the subject that Be'ezat Hashem, we'll hopefully have clarity on, will include Eruvech Atzerot, as well as Rishuyot, as well as many different uh, tasks. Now, before we start, yeah, I want to clarify a couple of terms. There's a Mavui, a Chatzer, and a Bait. Uh, a Mavui, well, let's start with a Bait. In the olden days, a bite was something like what they had in uh, Syria, something called a hosh. And in a hosh, they have um, a bunch of houses which will open up to a courtyard. So, for example, let's say you have two different two houses and they open up to a courtyard, like a hotel lobby. Well. Let's assume the hotel lobby, but the hotel lobby, make it outdoors. So you have, imagine you have, let's say, um, villas, two villas that are opening up to one courtyard, which is closed in. And now that courtyard, the closed-in courtyard, which you should only be in that chatzer, that closed-in courtyard, if you live in one of the two houses. If someone from another house is in the courtyard, they're going to check, maybe he's stealing your stereo. What's he doing in my chatzer? the only people who are authorized to be in that chatzer are residents of those two houses that use that chatzer. Uh, there's another, now the, uh, often two or more chatzerot will open up to one common mavui. Now a mavui is used by all members of all chatzerot. All the chatzers that open to the mavui have rights in the mavui. So you could have members of eight or nine or ten households all using the shared mavui. Now, that's also not public property because if someone doesn't live in any of the houses, you don't belong in the mavui either. The only real public property is the Rishut HaNabim that the mavui opens up to. So, put this in your mind. You walk out of your home, you walk right into your... You walk right into your... Let me just tell Joseph we're on the Zoom. Hold on. Can we pause this? Pause. How do I pause? Pause record. So what happens is that if you are, um, if I'm going to put a picture in a second. If you are in a certain mavui, and in that mavui, uh, you're only expected to be there if you're part of the of that area you should not be there in any other situation 
Rishut Arabim, you walk out from Rishut Arabim to there. The rabbis are worried. Midrabanan, there's an Isur to carry in the Mavui. Midraolaita, a Mavui and a Chatser and a Bayit have the same law. They're all Rishut Hayachid. And one should be allowed to carry from a Bayit to the Chatser, from the Chatser to the Mavui, and technically from the Mavui to someone else's house. As long as you stay in the same there's no reason why you can't carry. The rabbis made the Isur. And the rabbis said, if we allow you to carry from the house to the Chatzer, you're going to from a more private place that only your family can be in to a more public place. And from the Chatzer to the Mavoy, you're going from a more private place to a more public place. You might think to yourself, if I could carry to a more public place, I could carry from the Mamui to the Shutan Abim, and then you'll do Yisur Deoraita. So the rabbis don't allow you to carry out into the Mavui unless the Mavui has at the edge of it either a Lechi or a Korah. A Lechi is just a post, not an Eruv. It's just a little post, as if you would have, let's say, a stop sign and it has a post holding it up, or you have a parking meter in the old days before we have uh, money meters, there was parking meters, that could be a lechi. You put that at the side of the opening to get out, and that's enough to remind you that, you don't, that you're not allowed to carry out there. That's called a lechi. A kora is a beam that goes across the top. The, now, our Gemara is going to discuss... Korah, where we leave the Korah. So let's start the Mishnah. Welcome everyone. Okay. Mavui shu gavoa lemala me'esim ama. If I have a Mavui, which has a Korah, Korah is a beam that goes over the top, and it's taller than 20 amot, yima'et. You need to lower it. You're not allowed to carry in that mavui on Shabbat unless the, the, the Korah is 20 amot or lower. If it's higher than, if it's 21, you need to lower it. That's Tanakama. According to the Yehuda, there is no need to lower the Korah. You are allowed to carry even with the Korah at 21 feet, according to the Yehuda. If the entrance way to your mavui is more than twenty amot, is than ten amot, yimaet, you must lower it. Ten amot, you must lower it. Which means if you if the entrance way to your mavui is so wide that it's already eleven amot wide, you need to lower. It. You have to you have to make it narrower in order that it's less ten or less. If there is a doorway to the Mavui, <coughs> every Mavui is naturally just an open space. It's just open. And you can just walk right in with nothing on top. It's just open. But if there was a doorway, let's say they make an archway to walk into the Mavui, or they make a door, then it could be even 11 amot wide, and you don't have to lower it, because it looks like a door. The problem with something being 11 or more is that it doesn't look like a doorway at all. 
But once you make a tzurat petach, which is not just a korah on top, it's a full tzurat petach, a full, a full doorway-looking item, then you're okay. And you could have it even wider. Clear? So the Mishnah has only a couple of laws. One is a machloket about how high the korah could be. Other one is a statement about the narrow necessity of narrowness in the doorway and a asterisk in saying that the necessity is only necessary if there's no tzurat petach, if there's no doorway. Okay, let's look at the Gemara. Our Gemara is going to start off with a comparison between our Gemara here and the first Mishnah in Masechet Sukkah, which hasn't come up yet. So the Gemara knows what's going to be there, and the Gemara is asking a question on the two Mishnayot. Says the Gemara, Tanan Hatam, we learned in Sukkah. Sukkah shi gavoa pesula. If you have a Sukkah that's higher than 20 amot, it's pasul. And allows it. So now, it's very, very similar to our Gemara. In this Gemara as well, a Sukkah that's higher than 20 amot is has to be, is pasul. You can't sit there. And Ruda allows it. Now we want to know, how come the Tana who wrote both Mishnayot chose to change the language? In our Mishnah, if you look up here, it says uh, Yima'et. The word Yima'et means you have to lower it. Over there, Sukashi it says Pisula. Mishnah Gabi Sukkah Tani Pisula. What's the difference by sukkah that you you use the word it's pasul, seemingly a harsh language? When it comes to mavui, you say yimayet had to fix it. You should have done either, the same thing in both places. Either write yimayet in both places or write pasula in both places. But why one pasula, one yimayet? Are you with me here, Eli? Yes. Awesome. Says the Gemara. Answer number one. Sukkah deoraita tani pesula. Mavui dirabnan tani The sukkah, which is deoraita, since the law of sukkah is a deoraita law, we want to write pesula. Mavui, which dirabnan, we say takanta. According to this, we, according to this first we would rather write the Takanta. We'd, ra- we'd rather write how to fix it. However, we're worried that if we write how to fix it, you might say, oh, it's good to fix it, but if I don't do it, it's okay. And therefore, by Sukkah, we say Pisula, because it's a law de Oraita. In Eruvin, where the whole law is the Rabbanan of Amavui, we're okay with writing the Takanta and being clear. That's answer number one. The Ibayit Ema, second answer, Deoraita Nami Tani Takanta. According to the Torah, we also want to write a Takanta. So in Sukkah, we wanted to write. We would rather write by Sukkah also Takanta. And there's no problem to write Takanta over there also. We would have done it. Ela Sukkah, the Nefishin Mili, Pasik Vitani Pesula. Sukkah, where there's a lot of words necessary, you stop and wrote Pasul. Mavui, the Lona Fishi Mili, which means like this. Okay. Rabbi, Rabbi, it's blanking out. It's fuzzy. Oh, you can't hear me? 
Hold on. Let me get my phone to make sure that I'm good. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. So where, where did I lose you? Um, we're just talking about that. You really, you could have wrote two. There's too many words in, in Sukkot. Too many words in Sukkot, which means the following. Which means that in Sukkot, there's many cases. There's a case of a Sukkot that's too high. There's a case that the Sukkot doesn't have skach. And if we were writing a fix for each one, we'd have to write, add skach, uh, lower it, add skach, add walls. So we don't want to have to say that for each one. So we just write pasul, pasul, pasul. Over here, where there's not a lot of cases, you could just write pasula. You can yima'et, and you could just write yima'et. It's easier. That's why we do it here. That's the second answer. Okay. You with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Chachamim lo lamdua elamet pipitcho shel hechal. Pirubida lo lamdua elamet shel ulam. In the Bet Mikdash, there the the structure of the Kodesh starts with a ulam and then a hechal. So you walk into a hallway that's ulam, and then you walk afterwards into the hechal, which is the Kodesh itself. The ulam was forty amot tall. And the and twenty amot wide, the hechal was twenty amot tall and ten amot wide. Okay, so the Gemara wants to say now that the chachamim, the rabbanan, which is Tanakama, the way they know that the that the the, the opening of the mavui could only be twenty amot tall is from the opening of the hechal, and Buda, who says it could be bigger. He learned it from the ulam, which is bigger as well. Okay. Ketanan, because we learned in the Mishnah, Pitchol Shel Hechal, the opening of the Hechal, Gavosim Amos, 20 Amos, the ulam of the entranceway, Gavos Arbaim Amos, 20 Amos, was 40 Amos tall, Gavos Amos was 20 Amos wide. Okay, so basically, everyone is learning that the, the size of the entranceway from either this or that. They're both learning from the same pasuk. It says, The korbanot have to be slaughtered at the opening of the oil moed. The rabbanot say, what are you talking about? It says, So they hold that the Kedusha of the Hechal is much bigger than the Kedusha of the The entrance of the oil Moed, it's referring to the Hechal. Okay, and you have to slaughter the Korban at the entrance of the Hechal. Right? So, Rabbi, they're learning this to teach you the size of the Mabui? Correct. The rabbis are saying, look, we see that the Torah is referring to a petach, an entranceway, we see the Torah referring to it over here by the hechal, by slaughtering of a korban. And the Torah says, by the slaughtering of the korban, 
And they're assuming that the when we want you to do it at the Petah Ol Moed, it must be at the Hechal, because that's where the real Kedusha, according to them, the real Kedusha comes in at the, at the Hechal. And since the Hechal is only 20 Amot tall, so they figure that is 20 Amot tall, and therefore they figure that our Mavui has to be 20 Amot tall and no more. It's a weird proof because if anything, it should be at least twenty amutol. <laughs> well, they're they're assuming that the Torah is hinting to you how big a petach is allowed to be over here. That's what they're assuming, and they're both assuming that. Okay, so now, and they're assuming that there's the same that there's more kedusha in the hechal. Okay, we read hechal veulam kedusha achati. He holds that once you walk into the entrance ray, you're in the Kodesh. You're in the holiest part of the Beit HaMikdash, the holy part of the Beit HaMikdash that anyone can go to. And when the Torah refers to the Petach, it's referring to both of them. Because according to him, they have equal Kedusha. And therefore, we see here that it's bigger than 20 Amot. A Petach is bigger. And that's his, that's Yerida's proof. So again, they're both learning from the same Pasuk. But they're learning the different things. The machloka between them is whether or not the hechal and the ulam have the same kedusha or not. You with us, Eli? So if they have the same kedusha, if we're saying they have the same kedusha, beautiful. They have the same kedusha, then then you then you, it should then it could be forty amotol. If the real kedusha is only on the inside, then the petach is on the inside too, and then it could only be twenty amot. That's the rabbanan. Okay. One way to learn the machloket. Now we're going to see another way to learn the machloket. Uh, okay, so I get it. He says you don't need to make it smaller because it's for, he's saying forty amot is done. Okay. We when when it says petach ol moed, it's referring to the hechal, yeah. and the hechal is, is bigger than twenty, and therefore it's, it's no, it's referring to the ulam, and the ulam is bigger. It's forty, so therefore it's fine. Okay. Uh, another way to learn the Machloket. Even the Yudah agrees that the Kedusha of the Hechal is the main one. There's another Pasuk which mentions the word El Petach Ulam Habayit. Now, this Pasuk is actually a fake Pasuk. It's actually a mixture of two pesukim together, but the Gemara is learning that the two things are connected for whatever reason, which is a little complicated. But we're looking, we're treating it as if it's a pasuk. So again, it says El Petach Ulam Habayit, and since this Zudo pasuk Petach Ulam Habayit is referring to the entrance of an ulam, therefore we see that even the ulam is called a petach, and therefore we could say that it could be bigger than 20. That's, according to this, that's the reason for Buda. Okay? Rabbanan, what would Rabbanan They'll say, hey, come on. If it would say to the entrance of the Ulam, you'd be right. So we're not referring, the Petach is not referring to the Ulam, it's referring to the Bayit. 
Habayit hapatuach le'olam. It's the house that opens to the ulam, and therefore the only thing that has a petach is not the ulam. The petach is on the hechal, is on the hechal, and that's why it can only be 20 amotol. So I asked the Gemara a question, how could you bring a proof from these things? We're asking a bomb question, which I thought that you guys would ask from the beginning. The bomb question we're asking, the bomb question we're asking is, the Pasukas El Petach Ol Mohed Eli is referring to the Mishkan within the desert. The, the, size, of, the size of 20 Amot is not in the, is in the Beit HaMikdash, which was Yerushalayim. So how can you bring a proof from one to the other? Uh, you hear the question? The first Pasuk was the Beit HaMikdash, this is the Ol Mohed, the Mishkan, whatever. Right, the, the, the size of the of the 20 Amot or 40 Amot was only in the Beit HaMikdash. And the Pasuk that's teaching you is a Mishkan Pasuk. So ask the Gemara, V'hakik Tivhai V'mishkan Ketiv. Where did we do it? We, we wrote it in the Mishkan. And therefore, what proof is it to us? The Gemara. No, don't worry about it, because we find places in the Torah that they refer to the Mishkan as a Mikdash, and the Mikdash as a Mishkan, they're interchangeable. The Ilote Mahachi, because if you don't learn like this, that they're interchangeable, Had Amar Bihuda Mashmuel. Shalamim Shijachtan Kodim Pitikata Totayachal Pisulin. We have a rule that if you have a Korban Shilamim and you slaughter the korban before they open the doors of the hechal, the korban is pasul. And what's his proof? It says that to slaughter it at the entrance of the Ol Moed. And we learn, when they open, not another time when they close. How can you bring a proof from that pasul? How can the rabbi say it's pasul from a pasuk that's also talking only about the Mishkan and not the Beit HaMikdash? You're going to learn about the doors of the Hechal. Doors are only in the Beit HaMikdash. And you're going to learn it from a pasuk that's in the Mishkan. Obviously, Rabbi Huda Mashmul understands that they're interchangeable. And when the pasuk is talking about the Mishkan, it could talk about the Mikdash too. Clear? Yeah. Okay. The side question, were the Mishkan and the, and the Beit HaMikdash same dimensions? No, not at all. Not at all, right? Not at all. Not at all. In the Mishkan, there was no doors at all. There was just entranceways. There was no doors. Hmm. So the only way you can see the size of a doorway is in the Mikdash, not the Mishkan. There were no gates on the, on the entranceways? There was no gates on the entranceways of the Mishkan at all. That's correct. Portable. What? It. it was portable. It was portable. It was portable, but they would just put up fences. The fences were there, and then there was an opening in the fence, but there was no door to get in or out. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now, the Gemara says, Ela Ashkechan Mikdash, the Ikri Mishkan. We can see that the... Ela Ashkan Mikdash, the Ikri Mishkan, 
So we must see that it goes both, it's reciprocal, it goes both ways. A Mikdash can be a Mishkan and a Mishkan can be a Mikdash. I understand that you can have a case of a Mikdash that's called a Mishkan. Hashem says, I'm going to put my Mishkan among you. After we already had the Mishkan, Hashem promised that when you get to Yerushalayim, I'm going to put my Mishkan with you. If you look at the Pasuk on the side, Pasuk number three, Pasuk says, I'm going to put my Mishkan among you, and I won't kick you out. It's Pasuk in Bichukotai. And this Pasuk that Hashem promised in Bet Mikdash is obviously referring to Mishkan as a Bet Mikdash. Where do you ever see that the Mishkan is called a Mikdash? Maybe you'll say the proof is the Pasuk says the people of Kehat, which was one of the branches of Shevet Levi, are called the Noseha Mikdash. They carry the Mikdash. Now, what are they really carrying? They're carrying the Mishkan. And you see, they call the Mishkan a Mikdash. And it says, Maybe that's the proof. Says the well, that can't be the proof. You know why? Because let me just switch this page. When it says they're carrying the Mikdash, it's referring to carrying the Aron, not carrying the Mishkan. So therefore, that's not the proof. Rather, this Basuk, the Asuli Mikdash Hashem said, Make me a Mikdash and I'll live among you. You see, we're calling the Mishkan a Mikdash, so the terms are interchangeable. So far, so clear? So we've just proven that the Mishkan and the Mikdash are interchangeable things. Ask the Gemara now, Ben the Rabbanan, Ben the Rabbi Yudah, Lil Fu, Mipetach, Share Chatzer, Tirtiv, Ole Chatzer, Nahama, Lokhamashim Bama, Vikoma Chamesh Amot, Vikhtiv, Vikhamesh is the Amot Kalim the Katef, Vikhtiv of Devashim Mizer, Mizer Share Chatzer Kalim, Chamesh is the Ama. Okay, so the Gemara is asking a bomb question. In the Mishnah, there's a machloka between Rabbi Yudah and the Chachamim about what? What's the machloka about Eli? About if you have to make a lower 20 or more. How high it has to be? Good. Is yeah. there any machloka about how wide it has to be? Yeah, no. I think so. Oh, there no, was go back, go back. No, there's not. There's no, everyone agrees the size is? Um, a ten amot. Ten amot. Now, if we're learning it from the Mishkan, and the Mishkan was, had a 20 amot wide opening, which we figured out just now from these Mishkan that I just quoted you, and it was 20 amot wide. If we're figuring from the Mishkan, so why don't both of them say that you're allowed to have a doorway that's 20 oh, yeah. wide. Why are they saying 10? They both should say 20, and neither of them do. The machloka is only about high. They should be, they should be both agreeing to 20, because they're both agreeing to 10. Why? How do we prove it? Because it says the, the size was 150. So we know the whole square footage is 150. That's Pasuk 2. And Pasuk 3 says that on one side, the side with the opening, it's 15 amot 
of a gate on one side, 15 by 5, 15 this way, 5 tall, and the other side has 15 this way and 5 tall. So if you have 15 and 15, that's 30. That leaves an opening in between of how much? 20. So we know the Mishkan had a 20 I'm on opening. Right? 15 by 5, 15 by 5 is 30 by 10. The fence, oh, on the, right side, the fence on the right corner was 15 by 5 high. 15 okay. feet wide, 5 high. The fence on the left side was 15 wide, 5 high. That oh, means okay. that in between the two fences is an opening of 20. 20 amot. So why are they both saying 10? If they're learning from this Rasul, they should be saying 20. So the Gemara answers, answer number one. Petach shar hechatzer ikri, petach stama lo ikri. The opening of the Mishkan could be called the opening of a courtyard, but it won't be called an opening. And we're looking for the word petach alone. And therefore, you could only learn petach from the Mishkan, from the Mikdash. But from the Mishkan, which is the opening of a chatzer, we can't learn from there. That's answer number one. That's why we're at 10 and not 20. Because we can't learn from the Mishkan. Because the Mishkan is called the Petach Shara Chatzer, but it's not called a Petach. And we're looking for something that's called a Petach. Answer number one. Okay? The Ibayit Ema, second answer. The Gemara says, no, maybe when it says 15 amot on each, on the right and the left side, it means 15 amot tall. But really, the middle was only 10 amot wide. Ask the Gemara, Gova, Vakti, Vikoma, Chamesh Amot. Doesn't it say it's five amot tall? Gemara says, no. Ha'um misvat mizbeach lamala. That's only from the tip of the Zbeach up. According to the second shot, you misunderstood how the Mishkan looked. Really, the Mishkan also had a 10 amot in between, only 10 amot in the Petach. And when you saw 15 by 5, it's 5 tall, 5 tall higher than the Mizbeach. But the actual height is 15. And we didn't tell you what the width is. What's the width? Probably... Uh, 30, um, uh, the width will be um, 20 and 20, which equals 10 opening in the middle. That's the Ebayit Ema. So it's Machloka in the two answers of our Gemara, exactly how wide was the opening in the Mishkan. Okay? Is that clear, Eli, or not really? Uh, I'm, a little, I'm trying to figure it out in my head. Hold on, I'm pausing. One second. One second. Recording. So says the Gemara. How can you say that? It says that it was five amot. That's referring from the mizbeach and up, and otherwise we wouldn't know that. Says ulam. Are we saying Ruda has it from betcho shel ulam? Is that true? Come on, Vahatnan, how can you learn from there? It doesn't say in the Mishnah. Everyone doesn't argue. So now, how could you, we're asking a question now. 
How could Rabbi Yehuda learn it from the opening of the Ulam? The opening of the Ulam in the Beit HaMikdash was 20 Amot wide. So if you learn it from there, you should allow 20 Amot wide. How come Rabbi Yehuda doesn't argue and allows only 10? You hear what's going on, Eli, or no? In the Mishnah, we, what do we say about the width? Everyone agreed that the width can only be 10, right? Yeah. Good. So now forget about the Mishkan. Let's talk about the Beit HaMikdash now. In the Beit HaMikdash, there's a, the entrance of the Hechal, and there's the entrance of the Ulam. The entrance of the Hechal is 10. So Rabbanah learned everything from the entrance to the Hechal. They're cool. But according to Buda, who learned everything from the entrance to the Hechal, good. So the height, you allow up to 20, past 20. Because the Ulam was past 20. Cool. I like that. What about your width? How come you allow a width of only 10 if the ulam was 20 wide? You should be 20 wide also. Same as the ulam. I'll be right back. I have to go get a bottle for the baby. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So says Gemara, Palig Begova Vahuadin Lerochva. Gemara says, I'm sorry, Velo Palig Rida, Amarabaya, Palig Bebrita. You're right, in our Mishnah, it doesn't say that he argues. But really, you're right, Rida argues about the width also. In our Mishnah, he doesn't say it. But there's a brayta where he says he argues about the width too. The Tanya, because we learned in a brayta, if it's wider than ten amot, you have to lessen it. He says you don't have to lessen it. So says the So then why doesn't he argue in the Mishnah? Why? Marta says you're right. He argues on the height, and so too. He argues on the width. But not in yes, our Mishnah. What's that? But not in our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, he doesn't say it. But the fact that he argues on the height, and you're going to look at the height, and you see he argues on the height, you're going to figure out that he also argues on the width. Because why should he argue on the height? He must argue, go with the ulam, so you'll figure that out too. Okay? The Gemara is answering, Enachinami, he actually does argue on both. Okay. So ask the Gemara. Um, uh, how can from the from the opening from the Pitchos Shel Ulam, Rabbi Yudah allows up to 40 or 50 Amor high. And Barca says, I'm up to 100 Amor There's two different Mishnah uh, Brightos. Brighta A has Tanakama up to 20, and Yudah up to 40, 50. Brighta B, which is Barca Para, has Tanakama up to 20, and we die up to a hundred. So the Gemara says, 
It's cool about bar kapara's Why? Guzma. We're, we're exaggerating. We understand that when a rabbi says 100, he's probably exaggerating. And therefore, really, he learns from the, from the ulam, which was only 40 tall. The maximum is 40. He said 100 because he's just telling you much higher. 100, but he means 40. We're cool with that. that we can handle that. Right? But according to the bright of Yehuda, my guzma, why would he say 40, 50? 40 is right, but 50 is wrong. Because he's learning it from the, from the ulam. The ulam was only 40 high. Why would they say 40 or 50? Right? This Mishnah is Atite Lirav. Hold on. This is against Rav, who says that he learned it from the Ulam. You're right, it's wrong. He doesn't learn it from the Ulam. Till now, the whole daf, we've been learning that the source of Yudah of, of more than 20 was from the Ulam in the, Mish- in the Beit HaMikdash. Rav is wrong. That's not where it's from. This 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 forty fifty proved that wrong. Let's see it inside. The Tanya we learned in the Brayta, Mavushu Gavoa Mechafama, Yoter Mi Petroshe Lechal Yimaet. If it's bigger than the than the Hechal, then you have to lower it. Who survived with the Banan Mi Petroshe Lechal Gami? If we don't Petroshe Olam Gamar, Velohi, it's not true. We don't Mi Petchad the Melachin Gamar. We now learned it from the petach of a king. Rabbanan say, Rabbanan say, if you want to learn, oh, actually, let's leave it. Let's stop Rabbanan over here. We're going to stop over here, Rabbanan. Okay? I didn't get the last part, Rabbi. <laughs> okay, so the last part was like, let me, just, let me just pause. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station for the next stuff. We'll see you later. Alright, okay, then we'll find out. We'll do this. We'll find out details about the soon. So I'm gonna call Rav now. Yeah, but that's in tomorrow night. Okay, thank you, Rav.